1: host i'm your host chris uh with me this week i've got ryan hello ryan hello you right yeah you grand thank you very much uh, and with us as well we've got jesse hello jesse hi chris
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't do it as convincingly as <laughs> she did revenge is a dish best served cold yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: well that grief she gave me on the pod is oh honestly yep
1: yeah. It's going to come back at her in spades. Uh, Jessie was supposed to be here. She, uh, as an example of her jet-setting life, she was normally Skypes from New York um, when she's on, where she lives. Uh, Her family history is Uruguay. She's why she cheers to Uruguay. She was on her way to visit her family in Uruguay today. Um, She's got stuck at Miami Airport, um, which is probably the best excuse I've ever had. Yeah,
0: I, I can't. You know, last time it was, oh, I'm working, or yeah. I'm, I don't feel very well. But pff.
1: Oh, no, you did that, didn't you? You weren't feeling yeah, very
0: well. Yeah, and then, and then that was the week where um, someone came on, they were like, yeah, I was in hospital <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> last <right>. night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Sorry, I've got the sniffles <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, so anyway, being stuck at Miami Airport is uh, by far away a better reason.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. No. I can imagine.
1: (laughs) Uh, We're part of the World Football Index, I should have said at the start. Um, This week, it's pretty much Premier League-centric. Seems we had a whole round of Premier League matches in midweek. Plus, we've got uh, games coming up this weekend. So, uh, I think the game of the week this week was probably Chelsea 2, Manchester City 1. That was probably the most important game at the top of the table. Uh, Eden Hazard with 2. Sergio Aguero replied uh, with a one goal for... um, uh, Manchester City uh, interesting tactic by Manchester City to afford Eden Hazard a whole load of space by the halfway line and let him run at them
0: yeah weird one that. that's, that's an interesting one from Fraudiola
1: yeah Fraudiola
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> why would a man do that as a tactic I don't know
0: their the whole tactics were just it was like 10 minutes to go and they were losing and I was watching it on BT Sport and even Steve McManaman was like yeah, they need to attack the goal. Like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Steve McManaman. Good one for that. <laughs> Good uh, piece of commentary there. But yeah, they were just like 10 minutes to go passing it around really casually. And they didn't fashion any sort of major chances apart from the John Stones one. Which John
1: Stones!
0: He, he almost a Chelsea player, if you heard the rumours a couple of seasons ago.
1: <laughs> I think he might be angling for a move there well, think, by what he did. Well, I mean,
0: he's had... A difficult first season there, really. I think a lot of pressure has been put on him, and, and to do, to have a chance where you're about two yards out well, What's interesting. Both games between Chelsea and Man City this season have had a, a moment exactly like that. So last time it was De Bruyne had a chance and he he skied it mm. from about two yards out, and then John Stones has done the same. It's like they almost don't want to win the league.
1: Well, one was a former Chelsea player, and one yeah. could be in the future, could have been. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, with that uh bt sport Gate, do you know what if that had been john Lustones stones or something foreign like that i don't think they would have done this but they gave a bit of a free pass um for that miss they said that it sort of bobbled or stuck up or something like that yeah
0: no you're right because he's english it's like he's like oh well oh it's unfortunate for the lads you know but yeah if it was like some if, if, if he cost the same amount of money but he was like a midfielder they'd have been like oh he's awful if it was pogba Actually, no, they would have loved it either way. It was <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, the first goal was... I, I blame Caballero, first of all, but it was a bit of a deflection, wasn't it? It's a weird lineup because Vincent Kompany's back, and they got Fabian Delph in midfield.
0: Yeah, it's, a bit of, it's, it's almost like I'm a bit in the past. Yeah. Really. But, I mean, it, I, every time I've watched the replay, I can't see that much of a deflection. But no. I don't think the ball changes direction that much. I think Caballero is just really misjudged the flight of the ball anyway
1: I thought that but then um, Justin from Keepers Union who knows far more about these things than me uh, he said oh no there's the deflection but I did look at it again and I thought I'm really not seeing one the ball, I can't. I
0: couldn't see Everyone, the BT Sport you know, pundits were like oh the, the big deflection I was like no I can't see it
1: I couldn't it was like a big in swinging Yorker wasn't it yeah yeah definitely and then there was the penalty that they missed and then Thibaut Courtois did his little bit to make Caballero feel better didn't he
0: yeah, he decided to try and chip it to one of the midfielders because why he'd do that, I don't know. Maybe he was bored. And then he kicked <laughs> it straight out to, I think it was Silver, yep. And then um, Silver shot, good save by Cortar, but then it fell perfectly to Aguero.
1: He nearly redeemed himself, didn't he?
0: Mm, almost. Yeah, yeah. He, he did He did make some crucial saves during the game, though. so I think he did redeem himself as the game went on.
1: Yeah, he did. But uh, to be fair, they looked in control for an awful long time, didn't they? I don't think... Other than that, and that Stones miss, I don't think there was any particular sort of sense of panic or anything amongst Chelsea, was there?
0: No, there wasn't. Man City seemed to have this thing where they have a lot of possession and it, it looks like they've had a lot of chances, but when you break, it, break them down, they, they don't have anything really clear cut or they haven't managed to fashion anything that's actually dangerous, no. really.
1: No, I didn't think they did at all, did they? Um, there, was, oh, there was a little free-kick routine that they worked to Sane and he couldn't quite... Pull it off, and again they took Sane off. I didn't quite work, figure that one out either. He was sub, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, I can't remember who came on for him actually.
1: And Nolito, I think it was, wasn't it? Oh
0: he? yeah, I Milito mean, almost oh, gave he, them he, something. He did. He put a good ball in
1: that chance for Aguero, wasn't it? That uh, yeah, twice saved.
0: Yeah. I mean, the penalty situation was weird anyway because Hazard loves to make people sweat, basically. <laughs>
1: He missed on purpose.
0: He, he missed and then the ball came back to him so he just fired it back the other way. And it's interesting because Chelsea have got like some sort of thing with I think it's Shaw for men or something. Mm. So they keep tweeting like him doing the brow wipe thing. Like he did after he actually scored anyway.
1: Oh God, he didn't, did he?
0: He did because he was like, oh God, I got away with that. Because that's what won us the league a couple of seasons ago is he, he missed a penalty and scored straight away because it bounced back to him. So he's clearly got a thing for it.
1: They look 1-2 with the keeper. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fraudiola, six Premier League losses—it's the most he's had in the league anywhere as a manager. Oh, You're loving that. Aren't it's you? tough.
0: It, I am a little bit. Yeah, I think. It, I think that's the thing. I think what people were saying was:
1: did he still get place in the queue at the shops or something?
0: No, I just I, again, I just think he he's had sort of quite good teams where he's been. I think. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I, I I don't rate him as much as some people do. I think he could have done more with the team last night as well. I mean, yeah, he had to put a couple of people back in like Delph. but you know, again, ten minutes to go, he didn't. There didn't seem to be that much urgency with anything. Do you which think... Conte would be going nuts, I think.
1: Well, they kind of had a little. Well, they didn't really. They were sort of had a gentleman's disagreement on the touchline, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I mean, Conte seems to have a disagreement with anyone at the moment because he's probably just shouting at everyone. Anyway,
1: I think he can feel the I think he could feel the ends in sight, can't he?
0: Yes, I think he's just desperate for all the results we get now to make sure that we do get over the line.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you're seven points clear, aren't you?
0: Yes, oh, yeah. almost. Up, in, up until the last couple of minutes, it was ten because yeah. doing their weird things, which we'll come on to later. But yeah, yeah, it was a good game. though. I think Chelsea didn't do much apart from that because I don't think we needed to. It was a sort of a standard Chelsea performance this season, sit back and then hit them on the counter and punish them for ah. being lacking defence.
1: You're there, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. Right, um, so next up for Chelsea, you are away at Bournemouth on BT Sport. Um, we'll talk about Bournemouth in a second, but City are uh, where are they? City are home to Hull. Um, they've won one in nine versus City and have got five points away all season. So um, I'm thinking that... It could well be a Manchester City win here.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility to think that's gonna happen.
1: No, they're fourth, they're four points ahead of Arsenal. Arsenal got a game in hand in fifth, so they need to push Liverpool for that third automatic Champions League qualifying spot, don't they? So um yeah, yeah they need to. Um Chelsea, yeah, as we said, they're uh, they're away at Bournemouth and beaten in five who Oh, do you know what? This was depressing. <laughs> Can you say? It? I can't bring myself to say it.
0: Uh, was it the uh, the two two against Liverpool? There,
1: it was the two two against Liverpool. Uh, the, I was watching the Chelsea Manchester City game, and I even made a point of sort of sitting and watching the um, the adverts to get through to the sort of chatty bit because you know everyone loves a bit of Jake Humphrey. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they brought the score up at the end of the two two. My head sort of sank. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it reminded me of that familiar feeling I had watching it a couple of years ago when it was Chelsea, it was um, Crystal Palace nil Liverpool three, then Crystal Palace one Liverpool three, and Crystal Palace two Liverpool.
0: Oh three. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like it was like the last couple of minutes as well that Josh King scored as well, wasn't it, I think.
1: Oh God, it was. Was the, it towards it, the end? It was towards the end. It was something like the eighty-sixth minute or something. Yeah. Something like well, the eighty-seventh minute. Um. So they drew two two with Liverpool at Anfield. Uh, a nice little Stephen Gerrard tribute by Georgio Aldum there as he did a little Gerrard back pass and which, um, <laughs> which Benik intercepted. intercepted. Uh, and we can see that it a set piece as well. So you know what could have gone wrong did go wrong. It's not like Liverpool haven't conceded at a set piece already this season and had something to work on.
0: Yeah, well, I think D- difficult result for you. Is, I mean, Bournemouth have been very up and down this season. So for them to to get a point is very good for them, I think, because they've just they've been on the up slightly, haven't they recently? I think.
1: Yeah, Liverpool managed Bar- to Bar- get
0: over their little hump.
1: Liverpool have been three one and two one up against uh, Bournemouth in both their fixtures this season and got one point out of the pair of them. <laughs> stop sneaking in the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh King, who scored, he's got nine in ten games in the Premier League and twelve for the season, which is double what he managed last season. So you know he could scare you a lot a little bit on Saturday.
0: I think so. I mean, we are getting to that point in the season, though, where I think Chelsea... We're, we're going to be professional about it now. I think Conte has got everyone so well-chilled that I can't see us taking that for granted. I think we I think we were very unfortunate against Palace, um, considering they really had the two, two real chances to, to put us into that position. So it's a difficult one. Bournemouth well, will be a challenge, I think, but Conte is not going to let it happen again, that's for sure
1: no ok fair enough Liverpool's uh, last six defeats in Premier League have come against teams in the bottom half of the table it's obvious that's where their problem lies there in set pieces
0: it's the same clock can't see that then really isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah of all the people you want to see it but that's the thing is if I can see it sat here in my house here in Cornwall surely he can see it actually out of the game and he's paid to look out for these things
0: we work in training today uh, attack again yeah. we've we, we already practiced the tack no again
1: we'll keep practicing yeah I mean you c- he can't do anything about Giorgio Wijnaldum's back pass that's just one of those things unfortunately mm-hmm. that- no yeah. but conceding from a set piece in the penalty area for the trillionth I, time this season
0: I think you can do something about it at this point <laughs> I think
1: he dropped Matt at the Clavin as well I didn't quite understand that
0: we uh, managers do weird things sometimes, don't they?
1: They do. I did watch um, Palace's win at your place on Saturday and admire uh, Mamadou Sakho's performance and cried a little bit.
0: Yeah, so we one. He's, he's actually been quite solid for of the season. Yeah. It's sort of Why? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Never mind. I'm going to cheer myself up a bit by talking about Swansea. Uh, Swansea won the Spurs three. Um, this was the. Uh, this is Jesse. This is for you. Oh, thanks, Chris. <laughs> she asked me to talk about this. She said she's really sorry, but can we talk nice? Can we talk lots of nice things about Spurs? And I'm kind of thinking, well, no, because she's not here. Let's well, she's see. not here with stanza She can't. She can't get, can't get mad at us for whom we said Tottenham are <laughs> Do you hear this, Jesse? This next three minutes are for you, right? Lucky Spurs against Jammy Spurs. Jammy Spurs against poor, misunderstood Swansea. Um, they were really, weren't they, till the 88th minute? It was. Um, uh, I keep needing to say Patricia, but it's Wayne Routledge, isn't it? <laughs> um, he's, they, uh, and then it was a goal from Deli Ali's son, and Ericsson I mean not only did they go 2-1 ahead they managed to get a third in the 94th minute didn't they
0: yeah it was, it, I just couldn't believe it because I was, yeah, I was watching the BT Sport and they do the scores in sort of real time and I was like ah oh, Tottenham actually equalised I was like well now there's a couple of minutes left I'm sure, I'm sure they can't score another and then yeah the son did score another and then I was like 3-1 Swansea come on
1: yeah Exactly. Why Why would you do this? <laughs> yeah. Um, they've been a bit stuck of late, haven't they, Swansea? They had, they, he came in, didn't he? Um, and he... Um, I say he, Paul Clement. Uh, he came in and he's done, he did okay at the start. They've lost their last five games, conceding three goals in three of them.
0: I think they lost the last five. I thought they were doing not too bad, but... Mm. Oh, no, no, so it's 13, not looking good for them again, now no. is it?
1: Thirteen goals they can see them in five games.
0: And where are they in the table now?
1: They are now eighteenth. Yeah. All of I, 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 not, I, I, not I wouldn't want
0: to see them go down. I wouldn't want to see them go down. I don't know why. I'm just trying to think who else can go down instead.
1: Well, I, I think they binned off um, Bob Bradley a bit too quick.
0: Yeah, I think that they didn't be really given the benefit. I mean, I think Clement's the right person for the job, even if they do go down. Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd hate for them to make another rash decision and get rid of him because he couldn't keep them up. I think he might actually be the person that might be able to help them rebuild properly in the championship.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, do you want some stats to scare you?
0: I do like stats.
1: Second place Tottenham, only that seven points behind you. Uh, they got 29 points in 2017, it's the most of any team. And they've gained 17 points from losing positions, which is the most of any team. And they had 72% possession, possession in this game.
0: They're a very good team, actually. And, and I know that's, that's very painful for me to say. Uh, I think I was speaking to a Tottenham fan at work today, and he said, you know, the problem is that we started off the season slower than we would have liked which seems to happen most seasons for Tottenham. I think yeah. that's where the problem is.
1: Well, the problem is Kane can't score till October, can he? That seems, seems to be his, so,
0: his Yeah, I think they, they don't start going until yeah, September, October time. And by that point, they've already missed out on their opportunity to, to get on top of the table. I think if they were on top of the pile for a while, they might settle down and play like they are now. I mean, it shows that the second half of the season, before they bottle it, like last year, mm. um, they're actually... A very very good team, and they get most results the way they want them.
1: Yeah, um, they're uh, they got next. They've got uh, they're home to Watford next. They're unbeaten in 15 Premier League games, um, and they've never lost to Watford in the Premier League. And they scored at home in every single one of their last 23 Premier League games.
0: Tough one. Watford are coming off a good performance this week as well. So, uh, but I mean, Tottenham, I think are going to win, but I think Watford might give them a good game.
1: Yeah? OK. Uh, well, next up for Swansea, well, who do you want to play if you're um, coming in the back of five successive defeats and are now dropped in the bottom three? I would suggest it would be um, West Ham. who went down 3-0 to Arsenal. And that's who they got next.
0: <laughs> Fortunat.
1: Yeah, it is. Slam and Billage have had a dreaded vote of confidence this week, hasn't it? Five straight Premier League defeat for, um, for West Ham and no clean sheet in 12 Premier League games for them. So it's not going to be easy. Where are they at the weekend? I think they're at home, aren't they? So
0: but That doesn't really mean much either this season anyway, to be honest, for West Ham.
1: No, it doesn't. Did you see the Wenger out banners this week?
0: Where? There's been a lot everywhere across the entire world, by the looks of it recently.
1: Uh, the, the, pro- the anti-government protests in Serbia.
0: Nice, nice.
1: <laughs> Somewhere, uh, the, Super- the Siberian Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben Kazan versus somebody I saw that today so <laughs> middle of bloody nowhere in Russia there was a Wenger out banner um, no, there
0: was one at um, Wrestlemania at the weekend I think there was someone they were doing some uh, press thing and there was a guy with a Wenger out banner in the background
1: yeah. oh they're missing that at the football manager event tonight
0: that's what they need someone needs to go here. Yeah, Wenger out
1: yeah You should. have you got, have you got room at work to make one You know Did you see the pictures of the grown men at the training ground this week? No. Yeah, the men at the entrance to Arsenal's London Colony training ground. (laughs) Uh, Saying out and all this sort of thing. Excellent. Presumably these people are either unemployed or they had to take time off work and made a conscious decision to go down there with their banners. Can you imagine going
0: into work and being like, I need some time off. What do you need it for? I need to stand outside the Arsenal training ground (laughs) all day and moan. <laughs> You're alright. Yeah go no take, take as much time as you need. <laughs>
1: uh, and they've been um emailing the sponsors of Arsenal's um uh, emailing Arsenal's sponsors, haven't they?
0: To say what you need to get rid of anger.
1: They have, quite literally. Oh my I can't God. remember what it is. There was a, there's a hashtag or there's a website for it and I can't remember what it was because it's uh, um I found it on my phone but I lost it unfortunately but yeah you basically email uh, their sponsors trying to put pressure on them to get rid of Arsenal Wenger
0: I don't think that's going to work you know
1: no I think think Arsenal are so stubborn that even if every single sponsor was like we're going to pull
0: out they'll be like it's okay we've got money in the bank
1: (laughs) well some Arsenal fans didn't take their seats to the 13th minute um, against West Ham because that's that's how many years it's been since they won the league
0: (laughs) The thing is, whenever we'll I see stuff like that, I'm just thinking, "You've wasted. You've already paid to go watch the game. Yeah, you, you you're not. They're not losing anything by you not sitting there for the first 13 minutes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, do you know there was no smartphones invented last time they won the league?
0: Gee, that's a stat right there. There was
1: no. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think of some 16 year old up and coming player thinking, well. He's he would have been sort of in nappies or something.
0: I think that'll be that'll be the day when Arsenal don't win the league for the next three years, and they'll they'll have a player, yes, that debuts that 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 is younger than the last time they won the Premier League. Can't wait for that day.
1: You could have been born, grown up a bit, and had I'll be old enough to have hairs between your legs, and still not see Arsenal win the league. <laughs> That's how long we're talking now. Uh, it ends the um, the uh, awful run of Arsenal of one win, one draw, and four defeats in their last six games. So, if you do want a confidence boost, then West Ham are the team to play. Urzel, uh, Walcott, and Giroud scored. Quite a nice little goal by Giroud, wasn't it? As yeah, well. I was going to say actually, he
0: sort of turned onto his his left foot from the the sort of left hand side of the box and just curled it around the goalkeeper.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, West Ham in trouble, where are they? They are fifteenth place, sinking like a little stone. Um they are five points ahead of Swansea who are in the final relegation place.
0: They I think they might have just banked enough points that, that I think they might be safe because of how, how long we've got left until the end of the season now, but it's very it's very close. If Swansea,
1: sure. Swansea win that game when they meet at the weekend, they'll only be sort of two points off it, won't they? Maybe three, if Hull go back into the bottom three or something, they are sort mm. of being pulled in gradually.
0: Yeah, they definitely are. 100. percent I think they might just be, they might be fortunate enough that I think they've they've picked up the points where they've needed to here and there, and, and they might actually just be okay. Yeah. But Billich is in a very bad position. I yes, think. I don't think he will see next season.
1: Oh really? Just,
0: I just think once the season's over and they finish maybe what seventeenth. 16th, I think they'll whether the board will look at it and think maybe we do need to change because he's had a very tough season.
1: Yeah, the player
0: situation not helped, and the, the new stadium not helped either. I don't know if it's unfair to blame him
1: for the um, new stadium,
0: no, just for everything, just, oh, okay. just the whole season, I think. Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, other people who thought they might have banked enough in the last few weeks and uh, are gradually being pulled back in is uh, Crystal Palace. They lost 3-1 at Southampton um, on the back of four straight wins. Uh, They took the lead through Christian Benteke. They're running Crystal Palace. um, They are home to Arsenal, uh, Leicester, Spurs, but they've got to go away to... Oh, and Hull. Which will be Hull is their last but one game in the season. That could be a proper relegation. What's more, what's more than relegation six points or a twelve pointer? <laughs> that could be quite an important bad. game. The last but one game in the season that could decide one of their two teams, one of those two teams' fates, possibly. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're home to Hull. They're home to Arsenal, Leicester, and uh, Spurs, and they're away at Liverpool, which they'll probably win. Um, Manchester City. And their last game in the season is Manchester United. That's not a very nice.
0: It's not a great run-in, is it? And I think if. Results definitely could go against them as well. In terms of if they don't pick up the points now, then they're going to be in a real sticky position.
1: Yeah, I mean, last so five they games, easily get dragged back in. Last five games: are Liverpool, Spurs, Man City, Hull, Manchester United. That's not very nice.
0: Again, it could be that if they don't pick up the points in the, the other games, you know, Hull. But yeah, as you said, that Hull game could be the the final nail in the coffin.
1: Yeah, uh, I think they've only taken two points away though. Hull under. Or under no, the I,
0: so I, 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 it could be that at that point they need to win and they only manage to pick up a draw, maybe. Yeah. You never know. <clears throat>
1: um, Southampton now, where are they? They're in ninth. year Heights of ninth. Uh, they're away at West Brom, who lost 2-0 to Watford on Tuesday night. That was a nice little goal by Niang, wasn't it?
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was good.
1: Nice little curly effort there. Um, I, quite, I, I like Niang. I want him to do well. He used to frustrate the heck out of me when he played for Milan. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's very much one of the sort of newborn giraffe players where you sort of <laughs> see them spindling around on the wing really, really fast, but the ball isn't particularly under control. Someone wrote about Ross Barkley that when he dribbles, he doesn't actually dribble. He looks like a man who's losing control of the ball lots of times. I think that's actually. Yeah, Niang's kind of the same as well. Um, and then a the, uh, goal by Troy Deeney as well. So West Brom are eighth... Uh, West Brom been eighth since December.
0: They've, they've just been. Sick. I think Pulis has probably just already got his holiday out on at this point. I think you know all of them. Just like, We're eighth. We're always going to be eighth. You know, we'll pick up a win one week and then next week we will lose. Who cares, right?
1: Well, they're seven points behind Everton in sixth, and they're seven points ahead of Southampton in ninth. So they might as well just stay there. As I say, I think I,
0: I think they'll be. Yeah, I think they'll stay there.
1: Would you rather have Pep Guardiola or Tony Pulis managing your team? Oh, that's a very tough question. You got Fraudiola earlier on, you see. Uh, I'd actually say Pulis. <laughs> no, <you> would not. <laughs> I would. It's <laughs> <so>
0: stupid. Really. <laughs> because you know, you know what you're getting with Pulis, don't you?
1: Oh, you do exactly. That's it. You know exactly. You're getting,
0: you're getting a cap, <laughs> trackers, and you're getting. You're going to get results. You know, you're going to get results.
1: Bloody hell! You really, you want eight central totally. offenders... Solomon Rondon and somebody else. Think about it. Chelsea can have like
0: Zuma, yeah, Zuma Cahou. Ask for a at centre back still, that's fine. Luis, <laughs> Christiansen. He wouldn't play David okay. Luiz. You can get no. <laughs> I'm you just have thinking, John, you know, Terry. You, yeah, so you can Olsen back. Yeah, he does like John Terry. So you now you can put John so You can have five central defenders. <laughs> Kanté, Matic, bring Mikel back. Fabregas. Yeah, Fabregas is like a, an attacking midfielder one attacking the field, and then just a striker yeah on don you tell me that <laughs> team wouldn't
1: it believe it would but they wouldn't there you be get, remembered there you go, yeah. I don't I don't need to remember the league titles I just need the league title <laughs> you see counting the counting your Italian chart of league titles yeah Jesus God I hate to step in your footballing <laughs> brain world uh, um Britos whose first name I've forgotten because I keep saying I keep thinking to myself mister you remember the British Empire My. Oh, it was a, about, it was a comedy about a man who ran a leisure centre. Chris Barry, who plays Rimmer on Red Dwarf, was in it. It was fantastic. I think you've <laughs> a certain age to watch it. Uh, anyway, he's been the third player to get um, set two red cards this season. Who were the other two? Uh, two
0: red cards. Yeah, this season. Of well, but it have to be straight red cards or just red cards in general.
1: Uh, well, red cards in general, I think. I don't know. We didn't, Ro- didn't elaborate. Would it, on would, it, it. would it? Oh wow! Would it be Rojo? No. Not right. Ro- um, oh, I don't know. One place for Arsenal, one place for Man City. Fernandini, eh? Yep.
0: And Arsenal... Mustafi? Nope. No. Is it Matt
1: Zahraza? Xhaka. Oh, yeah, of course, Xhaka, yeah, because he's a dirty guy these days, isn't he? (laughs) I don't think he's dirty. He's just a bumbling buffoon who can't tackle properly, (laughs) isn't he? There's the ball. Wait, the ball's gone, but I'm still sliding. Um... The aforementioned Hull—they beat Middlesbrough four-two. Uh, Marco Silva um, has got seventeen points since he took charge. Uh, he's absolutely massive to them staying, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I think I feel really bad for Marco Silva. I think he's in a really bad, really tough spot. I think he's not got the, the best squad. I think he managed to turn them around a little bit when he joined, but now that that sort of little bump is over. They're really struggling again.
1: Yeah. we um, were winning this game 1-0. Then they were losing it 3-2. Managed to lose it 4-2. Uh, fifth home win from Marco Silva at Hull. Um, they're now at the bottom three. They're now at the bottom three by two points. As they nipped ahead of Swansea. Uh, he's gone 40 games unbeaten for all his various different teams. 16 points from 18 games at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. That home form is massive, as we say, but they need to start picking a couple of points here or there away, don't
0: they? Yeah, they're in, yeah, it's a tough one. I'm interested because I think but beating Burr is not a difficult task at the moment anyway, so I don't think they're going to hold too much hope on that result and thinking this is going to be the turning point. But now, they just need an away result to, to solidify. I think three points away from home and I think they'll be good, though I think they'll be safe. That'll be the, the catalyst.
1: Oh, do you think so? Right, I'm going to have a look at the fixtures coming up. So, If yeah.
0: they can get three points.
1: Yeah, they are... West Ham?
0: Uh, no, the, um, Yeah, West Ham maybe. So, Crystal Palace, sorry. That was the one.
1: Yeah, well, they've got the Manchester City game coming up. They're away at City. Then they are uh, away at Stoke. They've got two away games coming up. So you might think they might drop back down again. Mm-hmm. And then the home to Hull, away to Southampton. Um, and then they finish up in May. Oh, they've got a home game against Sunderland. So that's a home banker, isn't it? That, I mean, from? that that away
0: game against um, Stoke might be interesting.
1: Yeah, that could be quite good. And then they got the Palace game we're on about. Uh, and then they finish at home to, home to Tottenham Hotspur.
0: Tottenham will have lost the league by then. They won't care. They'll just... To be honest, the more concerning thing would be help the Hulls play's legs.
1: Oh, do you remember? That was last season, wasn't it? When they played Newcastle Spurs after they lost the league.
0: And they just... And didn't they, didn't they get absolutely destroyed or something? I they got hammered
1: it. with nine men or something, didn't
0: they? Yeah, it was. Cause that was the, the game before. Obviously, the, the couple of games before that was the Chelsea game where they just lost. They started losing the plot, oh, yeah. obviously. And Eric Dyer just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> took out Hazard for now. <laughs> yeah. Just because he was that frustrated. So, it, you know, but at that point, Tottenham would have lost the, the title and their heads would have gone.
1: That's right. Borough are uh, seven points from safety with eight games left. They're pretty much gone, aren't they?
0: yeah I don't think they're coming back from no his... they're
1: uh, sorry they're home to Burnley next Who beat Stoke 1-0 I didn't write anything down for that <laughs> I just wrote uh, to beat Stoke 1-0 Burnley okay <laughs> yeah I could find absolutely nothing of inspiration I think, I think Burnley are going to be alright there. you think yeah Okay. Uh, and then finally this weekend, or finally this week, we Leicester City 2, uh, Sunderland 0. David Moyes has not had the best of weeks. Islam Slomani. Apparently all his goals for Leicester have been headers. Uh, and then Jamie Vardy as well.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting stat though about um, Slimani.
1: My favourite tweet of last year was um, someone that when they let Leicester bought um, Slomani, uh, this guy tweeted a picture of the Uh, headline in the Daily Mirror and it says uh, it said that he was um, uh, taken from a uh, they sort of I think it was like during World Cup week or something like that or qualifying or international week or something like that and they said they had to get him from an Algerian training camp (laughs) an Algerian (laughs) training camp fucking hell (laughs) (laughs) imagine him in the desert in his car or something (laughs) Uh, yeah bad week for David Moyes good I hope he continues to have them. I was furious this week with all that.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's not the... I think the... um, And it was all this sort of thing of, well, you know, the camera's off. I'm like, you shouldn't say those things regardless of whether the camera's on or off. Yeah. Uh, Do do you not understand how microphones work? Because (laughs) apparently a lot of people don't these days.
1: (laughs) They don't, do they? Um, I was very vexed with this. and My timeline seemed to be... Ninety percent of people saying this is a hideous thing. Ten percent of people saying, "Well, just get over it." Um, and my mind was made up when Jim Davidson, comedian from the eighties, uh, said, "This is all a load of fuss about nothing."
0: That that says <laughs> that it, he's definitely in the wrong, really. When Jim Davidson's probably, like, "Oh, it's fine. Nothing, nothing problem here." Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I, I sort of made my made my mind up. I think the thing that really annoyed me was is the fact that my. Two daughters are going to grow up and meet pricks like David Moyes in their work and personal life. So, that I think that's what really annoyed me about this.
0: Yeah, he's, he, you know, everybody said he's going to stay in his stay in his position, but again, I think he's one of the managers that I, I don't think we'll see next season.
1: Yeah, so and, to, yeah. And,
0: and rightfully so. I mean, I don't think he deserves to really be in the Premier League anymore. Anyway, I think leaving Everton when he did and then United, the United sort of mess up. I think he's, he's gone away, he's not really done anything with his career and he's come back and it's still terrible.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the uh, woman-threatening and paedophile-ignoring club are 10 points off of safety. Um, Good,
0: couldn't happen to an article.
1: Exactly, yeah. No win or goal since the 4th of February, although Victor Anachaby hit the post and Jermaine Defoe missed a follow-up. City made it work for this, this was sort of, let's wait an hour I think for the first goal, didn't they?
0: Yeah, which is... I mean, I think Sunderland, they, they try and be stubborn and then they just do their usual thing where they just... They they ignore stuff. That's the thing. That's their problem. That off the pitch and on the pitch, they just ignore people, ignore things. <laughs> their concentration eventually lapses and then it all comes out.
1: The ultimate finger in the ear, la, 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 team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't uh, score if we stand here. <laughs> <laughs> no goals uh, in six straight matches for Sunderland. At five straight wins in the Premier League and caused that Champions League winner of Seville for Shaky.
0: Yeah, massive, massive difference, isn't it? I mean, Ranieri was at the bridge last night and see, he just looked so sad. How oh, was he? I thought so, I, he just looked, you know, he, he's in a Bramovich box. But I, I think, I just thought, like, you know, you, not only have you been sacked, but his other managers becoming like one of the most successful, like, start of a career managers. <laughs> You've ever seen... And guess what? He was, like, an assistant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: uh, he, probably, he probably helped push you under the bus.
1: I don't know. Would you Would you be happy? I don't know. You could you could become an incredibly bitter person, couldn't you?
0: I would be. I'm a bitter person as it is, but if that happened to me, if I got let go at work and then, like, someone in my team took over and then the, the company suddenly became really, you know, successful, I'd be like, well, screw those
1: guys. You'd be on the uh, roof of a multi-storey car park in the centre of Northampton with a sniper's rifle and a box of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig Shakespeare is the third Premier League manager to win his first five games after Carlo Ancelotti and
0: Fraudiola. Yeah, but look where he is now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the Manchester City fans are clambering for Tony Pulis. Well, I mean, everyone does, really. Eventually, <laughs> I mean, when you when you see the options. It, you know
0: when a manager gets sacked and you know, the list comes out and you see all these big names? I don't see Pulis on there. That's the problem.
1: Well, no. I mean, when Conte leaves, you do hire Tony Pulis. You won't get relegated, at least.
0: Well, ex- exactly. It, it's simple.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, look, next up for both these teams. Sunderland are at home to Manchester United and Leicester are away at Everton. These two teams played each other, didn't they? Everton and uh, Manchester United on Tuesday. Did you see this?
0: Yes, yeah, I did.
1: Yeah, I mean... I- I am pretty much an atheist, but if I do get this wrong and heaven and hell do exist, I think purgatory would be spent watching this game.
0: Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a great one, wasn't? It? it wasn't a fun game of football to watch.
1: You had that Zlatan chance in the first half where um, uh, Ashley Williams got back. He, he made it up quite a lot of ground actually. I did watch this in the slow motion replay. The amount of ground that Ashley Williams made up to make that block when he was one on one with um, Joe Rebels.
0: At least he did one thing, right, then, I
1: guess. Yeah, he did, <laughs> he did one thing. Uh, and then there was the free kick and Herrera. No, the, I can't remember who took the free kick. Someone took the free kick, they hit the post, um, and Herrera sort of smashed it onto the bar, didn't he, from that tight angle?
0: Yeah. Before... I think they hit, the, they hit the woodwork more than any team this season or something. I saw a stat yeah earlier. Oh, have they? Uh, I'm not surprised, but, I mean, there's a lot of stats about United at the moment that don't make them look that great.
1: Jax's little flick, that was a good goal, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that was really good, actually. Very surprising. Yeah. He's trying to learn. He's been learning from Cahill how to score goals, clearly.
1: It was quite... I think that was quite a good spot of good thinking, wasn't it?
0: Oh, it definitely was. The this sort of back post. Ball drops him and he just sort of flicks it behind him and tricks De Gea.
1: Yeah. No, that was pretty good. Um, do you know what I couldn't understand as well? When it was still 1-0, there were a couple of times when Everton broke and it was 2v2 or 2v3 or something like that. And Lukaku just... He either kept his run straight down the middle or he ran further away from whoever had got the ball, making a sort of gap between them bigger. He didn't sort of run towards him so the guy on the ball could play a, a pass sort of straight in front down the line or something like that. I just found it really strange. Lukaku's behaviour and body language um, was just really, really odd, I thought.
0: He used... He's a very selfish player. I remember watching Match of the Day a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember who they were playing. I think it was the game where he, actually, he scored two. But every time he t- picked up the ball, there were really good passing opportunities or somewhere he could have squared it to. But he went on his own and smashed it over or smashed it wide. It, he's very much like, I want to show how good I am. type thing. And maybe yeah. that was the thing. Maybe he wanted the ball really far away so he could run at the defenders, beat the defenders, almost putting himself on the shop window. Potentially,
1: uh, yeah, but you would have thought you'd do that by making a better run and scoring a goal. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
0: but if, if it's a simple goal, it doesn't look as good.
1: No, um, Ashley Williams sent off for a handball. Uh, I, I haven't seen this, I've seen a rumour of it. As when he was it- walking off the pitch, Lukaku sort of lifted his finger up. sort of you know one minute. We only had to wait one more minute, I think.
0: He jumped a lot a bit like a fish in the air, he did, didn't he? He tried to keep his arm as close to his side as possible, and then as the ball came towards it, he just thought, well, I'm just going to have to stop it then, aren't I? He
1: didn't argue very much, did he? just sort of sat no. there looking dejected before making that long, sort of the long walk.
0: Uh, I think Robles was, was sort of, from the replay that I saw, it looked like it was a saveable chance as well.
1: The penalty. No, uh,
0: the, 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 the actual shot, from sure, that w- Williams got in the way of. Yeah. From, from what I saw, it looked like the goalkeeper was fairly close to it, and as so if Williams wasn't there, he probably would have
1: saved it, but... Luke Shaw, at what point does Jose Mourinho's treatment of Luke Shaw become bullying? Because it's... I think it already has. I think it has as well, because, I mean, what he said about it was his legs but my brain or something like that, and he had to keep giving (sighs) instructions or something like that. The poor boy must be... uh, The poor boy must, must not want to do anything for fear of getting it wrong. I mean, I... The worst thing about that Ashley Williams handball was the fact that Luke Shaw didn't get a goal.
0: Yeah, because I think he really needed it. Yeah, and Ravens, I think Mourinho probably would have taken credit for it. You, you would have thought Mourinho would have learnt his lesson by now.
1: Yeah,
0: on on publicly denouncing players. You know, he, I think he sort of did it with Lukaku. He definitely did it with Kevin De Bruyne, and and you know made him so he can't. He never tracks back. Did it for Hazard, you know, he said, you know, never defends, never does what I want them to do.
1: Has is the only senior player who's done this with, isn't he? You might, you think about it, De Bruyne and Lukaku both. Sort
0: of, were youth at the time. Yeah, and then. But Luke they've come Shaw, back. it's come back to haunt him now. I think they've not come back to haunt him, but these players have come back and proven that he was wrong.
1: Yeah. Luke Shaw as well, he's picking on a young player on the fringes of the squad. I mean, he's not gone for. Um, you know, he's not gone for Herrera. Not, yeah, exactly. I was going yeah, I mean, he wouldn't, would he? No,
0: I mean. I think he's he's definitely pushing Shaw out the door, and the rumor has it that Shaw's going to end up at Tottenham anyway.
1: He's not a bad player, is he? I mean, he's all right.
0: He's got talent, think he's still really young. I think he he's had to come back from a fairly serious injury as well, which I think you know. And there was that whole thing where I think was it Van Hals said he was overweight and he needed to to, to lose some weight or something. And there was there was quite a few things with Shaw last season as well. Hmm. But I think he was coming off a very bad injury at the time. Uh, he definitely needs to move. Yeah, I think Tottenham. If that is the rumor, that's a very good club because he can. He probably won't be a first teamer, but he'll he'll get game time and he'll he'll be a good part of the squad. And I think he'll get more appreciated.
1: Who's your
0: left back? But, uh Marcus Alonso.
1: Is he better than
0: Marcus Alonso? Potentially um, uh, He's not better than Ake though. was oh, he not? I think I, I think we could put Ake instead.
1: Yeah, uh, I, Because he's an English
0: player as well, so the, you know it's, it helps for the home-grown contingent that the clubs need these days.
1: Yeah, I think Ake's English, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I was, just, I was just thinking this the other day, I was listening to his nonsense that he comes out with, that if this was at work, that mm-hmm. me and you go to, at some point an HR department would have got involved and said, you can't treat your employees like that.
0: Yeah, you, you can't say that to someone because that's... that's yeah, absolutely. It, it seems very bizarre and... He's not even in a position where he can say that. it's not like they're winning the league, and you know they're they're storming every competition because then I mean he's, he's got the lowest win percentage of a United manager in the past however many years, mm. and you just think you're not in a position to be able to criticize a player like that. No, uh, even the United uh, fans that I know are starting to get frustrated with the amount of draws they're getting. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, the first season at United, LVG got fifty. Hall uh, got fifty six points and they were fourth. Uh, they're a place. Further behind and um, two points worse off under Mourinho. I don't know whether people would say yeah, but you've got to take that in context with something else or or what. But... Well, a lot of people
0: say Mourinho always does better in his second season anyway. Yeah. So they're just riding out. The... He's he's just made himself a target again. I think for now he could have got on with his job at United. You know they won the League Cup and they're doing well in the Europa League why can not he just leave things alone but I think he, he does like the attention
1: I mean I think if they get Champions League football next year and they do okay in it then I think all this would be forgotten
0: yeah but I mean I don't think Luke Shaw will be there anyway but it, it just seems very bizarre to, to, to pick on a player like that
1: the thing is if he's not uh, sure it was somebody else won't it?
0: well yeah I'm sure it will
1: yeah uh, okay so that's the Premier League roundup done there was some midweek games in the Championship um, Huddersfield lost or Huddersfield sorry beat Norwich 3-0 uh, Brighton Stay in second place. They uh, beat Birmingham 3-1, as do most people these days. Um, Fulham lost 4-2 to Derby, so they move out at the bottom three because Sheffield Wednesday beat Rotherham 2-0. Uh, Reading beat Blackburn 3-1, and uh, Brentford beat Leeds 2-0. So uh, you've got Newcastle top on 54, Brighton second on 83. Then the playoffs, you've got Huddersfield, Reading, Leeds, Sheffield Wednesday, who are two points ahead of Fulham. Um, a couple of things from that. Preston beat Bristol City 5-0, so the players have uh, gathered around and given the travelling fans a refund. Um, and you want to talk a little bit about Newcastle 1, Burton Albion nil, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. Very weird game. What <laughs> happened there? So, Newcastle were awarded a penalty uh, after I think it was uh, Dwight Gale was tripped. Uh, Matt Ritchie scored, went off and celebrated, came back, and uh, the referee had blown up and gave an indirect free cricket kick to Burton uh, which caused a bit of confusion uh, Dwight Gale I think apparently encroached on the penalty but the referee and his linesman decided that an encroachment meant that the other team gets an indirect free kick rather than the penalty being retaken hmm. so Newcastle got the penalty scored it didn't get a chance to retake it and then Burton just went off and carried the game on. When yeah. Benitez was not a happy man.
1: I'm not surprised. I mean, that's a rule that a lot of people know. It's not like some weird obscure rule they got wrong. That's quite a well-known rule, isn't it?
0: No, I mean, but the thing is the, the assistants had iPads or whatever to do their tactics on. And one of them actually got up the laws of the game and showed it to the referee. <laughs> I'm like, you, you, it, it's right here. And I think it was, all this happened in the space of about seven minutes in the first half. And then the board went up at the end of the first half and it was three minutes of added time. The so four four minutes just disappeared. Um, But the the referee Keith Stroud has been withdrawn from his weekend fixture. I find that a little bad
1: because everyone makes mistakes, don't they? I
0: I think as well because he, he, I think they had to release a statement uh, in the after the game anyway to say that that he had made a mistake. He's misapplied the law. I think it's fortunate that Newcastle won because apparently, if Newcastle didn't win or they lost, they would have been in within their rights to demand a rematch. Apparently, because it's that bad of a decision that it's it's not just like someone's been tripped and someone's been sent off. It's it's a misappropriation of the law. I think that's the the weird bit that they've got there. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think if if a referee makes a decision on the spot that's yeah, because obviously it's not against the law to give a player a red card because you think that they've they've done a, a bad tackle. It's just that you, you've given the wrong card or you've you've misjudged the situation. But because he's actually misapplied the law against the FA rules, they could have demanded a rematch because of it.
1: Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Elsewhere in Europe land, um, it was a Copper Italia second leg semi-finals. Rumour beat Lazio 3-2 but went out 3-4 in aggregate and Napoli beat Juventus 3-2 uh, but also went out 4-5 in aggregate second time in the week these two met and um, Gonzalo Higuain scored but no celebration,
0: celebration.
1: Mm. Um, Roy Hodgson remember him I do uh, you'll be pleased to know he's gone to the other side of the world that's good he's as far away as possible please almost he's gone, to, he's gone to Melbourne so you know short going to Tasmania he's as far away as you can get he's
0: probably just thinking oh I can get a tan
1: well, he's been hired by Melbourne City, who are the Manchester City sort of Australian franchise, um, to mentor all their coaches across all their various <laughs> different age groups um, for the rest of the season. Which, given that the playoffs are about two or three weeks away, uh, they probably will have their fill of him pretty quickly.
0: Does that make you a bit sad thinking that that statement and he and uh, is followed sort of you know preceded by former England manager? or former England and Liverpool manager Roy Hodgson <laughs> has been hired as a mentor.
1: Yeah, I mean it just, would... it
0: just I know he's I know he's getting sort of out there with the age sort of thing but just just makes you think he's been such a he's been a manager at two big jobs and and he's not worth anything in management anymore.
1: More than that he's been interim manager as well, hasn't he?
0: Oh well, yeah, of course.
1: I think his best work was he Switzerland because said... he got into the quarterfinals of the World Cup, didn't he? But that was he like did crazy.
0: well with with Fulham as well. Oh, he did, not The Europa League final. He, he did. But, I mean, that was the problem. I think he did too well, and then the, the <laughs> big clubs thought he was a, a really big time manager. But...
1: Never do too well. There's your lesson.
0: Yeah. If, if you think you're doing well, you know, take Don't. a step back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Start cocking up on purpose. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Excellent. This is what sort of... This like is Tony Pulis. Your... That's <laughs> what Tony Pulis does. When oh, West, right. Pro, West Promo doing well... You know, everyone's thinking, oh, West Brom doing well. No, no, they lose, like 4-0.
1: Right, Okay, fair enough. I've I've seen some kind of Ryan Goodman book in Waterstones, Ryan Goodman's Guide to Surviving in the Workplace. (laughs) Do okay, but when you realise you're doing really well, don't. I'll start writing that, you know. I've got a lot of rules like that. The Ryan Goodman Guide to Middle Management. (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah. (laughs) Forget books about football. Just a (laughs) books about middle managers is what we yeah. want. <laughs> uh, OK, games coming up this weekend. It's, it's Der Klassiker, however you say it in German. Uh, Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund. Bayern in fifth at uh, first. Sorry, can't read my handwriting. Uh, so Dort- I, was, I was in fifth. <laughs> Dortmund are in fourth. Uh, Bayern a ten points clear of RB Leipzig at home to buy Leverkusen. Um Nobody likes RB Leipzig, but I quite like the fact that nobody likes them. I'm kind of willing them to do well. It's
0: one of the things that you if people don't like something, you would, there's a little bit of that. You say you show them, you you know. Everyone yeah. hates you, you. You keep doing what you do, so everyone hates you even more.
1: That's a blatant bloody hypocrisy. If nobody else would accept all that sponsorship money, no, oh, no, we're you know Borussia Dortmund, we're Bayern Munich. With but like they already Bayern. get all that money, I don't exactly. Understand. Yeah, is it they've already got or, it. <laughs> yeah, is it Wolfsburg who, get, who uh, sort of sponsored by or get lots of money from Volkswagen? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you know, it's not like. They're doing it. It's just it's just
0: it's a smaller team that's yeah. getting the opportunity to do it now instead.
1: Exactly. Um, Spain this coming weekend. It's the Madrid derby: Real versus Atletico. Um, Maniger at home to Barcelona. So Real Madrid are top on seventy-one points. Barcelona sixty-nine. Atletico Madrid sixty-one. Um, Atletico Madrid are out of it, really, aren't they? But they could do Barcelona a favour, couldn't they?
0: They could. Whether they'd want to, I don't know.
1: <laughs> at- well, I don't think they'd lose on purpose, would they?
0: No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, yes, let's not play tonight, guys. Yeah, we,
0: this, we will sh- do to this will show you. show.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think they'd want to beat their nearest and dearest, wouldn't they? Yes, yay. Yeah. Um, and in Italy, we might well have a title race on.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, Juventus were seven ten points ahead a couple of weeks ago. Um, they had their 1-1 draw with Napoli at the weekend. Did you see that?
0: No.
1: Oh, that was a good game, that was. That was... Everyone's got this sort of out idea sort of still of it being sort of boring and drab and all this sort of thing. Have you got BT Sport? Yes. You should watch an Italian game because they're quite good. Um, yeah, it was a pretty good game. There was a very, very good goal for Sammy Kadir. A little one-two and Miriam Pjanic around the penalty area. Um, and then he slotted that away. And then there was a through ball to Marek Hamzik who about 17, 18 yards out. Beautiful curling shot past the Buffon. Um, so... This weekend, Juventus are home to the flying donkeys of Chievo. Uh, that's the, do you know that? Do you know they got that nickname? No. Nah. Uh, they're, they're from Verona. So you've got Chievo Verona and Hellas Verona.
0: Oh, uh, um, right, yeah.
1: And Chievo Verona, they came up out of nowhere. They did a very sort of bournemouth Hull, Swansea sort of thing. We'd come up from the depths and get to the Premier League. And I think the season they were getting promoted, um, Hellas Verona said, you know, donkeys will fly before Chievo get into Serie A. Um, and it turns out that they don't so they call themselves the flying donkeys um, <laughs> Bologna are at home to second place Roma um, get your BT sport ready for this one then Lazio are at home to Napoli okay,
0: I'll look oh, up
1: that one have a, have a watch of that one because Lazio aren't a bad team and Napoli and Napoli Hamzik Driesmert Driesmert scored after 10 seconds the other day Jeez. came has a sub and scored
0: He's not a bad player,
1: is he? He's not. They're not a bad team. You think about that team and you think, you know, are they greater than the sum of their parts or something like that? But they have got some fantastic individual players. Hmm. Um, Roma, I think, are probably sort of a Spursy kind of team because they do throw the odd shocker in against people they shouldn't do.
0: Hey, every team does that, though, don't they?
1: They do, yeah. But they seem to be sort of their own worst enemies a little bit sometimes. Um, Mexico want to host the 2026 World Cup in a possible joint bid with America and Canada the third time they've hosted the World Cup which is the most
0: we like a good hot uh, World Cup then don't we
1: yeah I mean imagine having over an entire continent I mean that's like three of the biggest countries you can imagine isn't it
0: gee honestly like where we have to get on the plane
1: this is the 48th team or whatever it is World Cup, isn't it? Yeah. So you probably do need it spread over a couple of countries.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know about an entire continental landmass, but, you know, <laughs> you never know. I I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm really looking forward to the 2026 World Cup.
0: Probably just because of the extra teams that are going to be in there?
1: It, yeah, the extra teams. Something like this, where you've got lots and lots of joint countries. I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, it would be an absolute ball ache for fans. Well oh, Yeah. <laughs> You imagine you've got to play in Toronto one day in like Guadalajara. Yeah, gonna, like
0: you look at all you're playing to just think, oh God yeah. all this travel.
1: Yeah, it won't be easy. I mean if you had that World Cup in a country in a couple of countries where uh I mean you think Uruguay, Argentina, Brazil. hmm. Uh if you had them in those southern re that southern region they got sort of Buenos Aires, Montevideo and then you got sort of Porto Alegre, Rio um, and Sao Paulo, what that sort of coastline there? I mean, that'd be ideal.
0: Yeah, no, no, probably would actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, something like that. I don't know about. I don't know about three countries, two which are the fourth and second biggest in the world. That might be a little bit different. Yeah. yeah, imagine imagine if Anchorage in Alaska got a game, and then you have got to go to Mexico, <laughs> Mexico the following week. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a lot. Uh, the FIFA rankings are out.
0: Yeah. Someone's um, jumped, I can't remember, someone, a, a country has jumped up the rankings massively is the, the headline I saw earlier.
1: Oh, right, well, England are, um, where are England? England are 14th, they've, uh, non, this is like this chart, non-moves at number 14, uh, <laughs> Wales are um, down one to 13th. Scotland are up, I think, five, uh, eight or eight places to 59th, and then Northern Ireland 26th, so, what do you reckon your top ten is?
0: Oh, I don't know who number one would be.
1: Oh, um, would number
0: one be like Germany? No. Who is it?
1: Number one is Brazil. What's Argentina? So you've got 10 to 1 is Spain, Argentina, Switzerland. Switzerland are the ninth-best <laughs> football team in the world. Switzerland! <laughs> Switzerland the ninth-best football team in the world. Better than Spain, apparently. Um, OK. And then you've got Portugal, Belgium, France, Colombia, Chile, Germany, Argentina and Brazil. Um, Argentina
0: aren't even that good.
1: No, well, they'll be falling down a bit more now they've not got... those yeah, three say, or four games. so, yeah. They should just organise a, a load of friendlies and get that suspension <laughs> out of the way, shouldn't they? Um, I don't know if that would count,
0: would it? I don't, no, I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah,
1: you've got Poland 11th, and then you got Italy in 12th, and then Wales, England, Uruguay, Mexico. So, I'm going to have a look down who down the bottom is. I do hmm. like looking at this. It's sort of mid, mid-ranked mid level teams, and you think, really? <laughs> um... Yeah, uh let's have a look. So Ukraine are a better football team than Well they probably are actually. I was
0: gonna say Ukraine aren't too terrible. You got some good players.
1: Holland, here we go. Holland are thirty two. Do you wanna see some countries that are better than Holland?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so Holland are worse than uh Bosnia. Which probably isn't a bad shout. Uh mm-hmm. Senegal, Hungary, Iran. <laughs> uh iceland costa rica yeah. egypt right i'm gonna keep
0: I, going can, I, can, I can i
1: can see
0: that can you yeah is terrible at the moment i'm not surprised that a lot of teams are better than them
1: uh, i suppose so
0: but Sorry. based on based on what's been happening around it based on what we said last week as well you know, that there was that dark um, goalscorer for Iran that scored... Oh, a deep, Ali, not... yeah. So, <laughs> so, I think, yeah, Holland are losing games, but Iran are probably beating, God knows who, 10 nil. So, their yeah. rank is going to look pretty good. Uh,
1: the Faroe Islands, Kenya, um, the Cape Verde Islands, uh, and Syria are all better than Norway. <laughs> wow. Well. Uh, right, I'm keeping going down on this one. Um... India, 101st. There are a billion people in that country. i sure we can find 11 decent footballers there.
0: Yeah, that's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, now we're going to go to Turkmenistan, Angola, Luxembourg. Right? <laughs> we're starting to scrape the barrel. I'm down to 149. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see who the worst one... I think it was Tonga last time, wasn't it?
0: Uh, I think it was, actually, from what I remember.
1: Yeah. Uh, right, let's keep going down. Montserrat. Can't go much further. There we go. Right, the worst football team in the world they're still Tonga.
0: Way, well, hey, well done, Tonga.
1: How many countries do you think are in FIFA?
0: Well what do I? In know?
1: fact not all of these are countries, are they we just, we established. Yes. Gibraltar's in there. There's two hundred and six FIFA members. Jeez. Because this is odd. Gibraltar's a colony, they're a FIFA member. Monaco's their own independent nation and they're not.
0: That's an, that's an interesting one, isn't it? I don't know whether they you're either in a like an application process.
1: I don't know there yeah. must be, mustn't there? The Vatican, that's yeah. an independent nation. I can't imagine they've got 11 decent footballers, though. No, the like... Popes, Pope's up front. <laughs> or John Paul II, he was a goalkeeper, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like that Father Ted episode where they had the priests playing football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, OK, well, look, that brings us right to the very, very end of this podcast. Have you got anything you want to plug or mention? N-
0: not this week, I don't think.
1: No? No. Eh. Uh what about you Jesse? Yes Chris I've got my don't call it soccer MLS league MX roundup.
0: Perfect. It's like she's it's like she's there honestly.
1: It is. It's like she's in the room. Uh, yeah. yeah so that came out yesterday on the World Football Index. Uh also on the World Football Index which man of the post is part of you'll get a uh, podcast on South American football when the Copa Libertadores happens. Um that's always worth listening to because I listen to that and then I look at the matches on YouTube. It's brilliant if you don't mind it all being in Spanish Um, you have Tactics Podcast podcasts from leagues covering Italy uh, Germany Spain Premier League uh, Champions League podcasts uh, and others as well that's at World Football Eye on Twitter Uh, they're making big use of their Facebook page at the moment and they're bunging loads of articles out on uh, on the World Football Index website as well Um, Ryan if they want to follow you on Twitter how do they do that
0: my handle is the Ryan Goodman.
1: At the Ryan Goodman. Okay. Yep. Um, at Man in the Post is the Man in the Post t- uh, Twitter account. At Man in the Post is the fledgling when I can keep remembering the password. Uh, Instagram account. <laughs> um, ManinthePost is the website. You got anything going on there soon?
0: Uh, hopefully this week. I know I said the same last week, um, but my my work life has taken over my life again. So uh, I'm hoping I'm going to have some time this weekend. I've got some days off next week as well, so that's always good.
1: Oh, yeah, so you think. Those days off are going to be spent wedding planning.
0: Well, actually, one of the days has been devoted to that, actually. So. <laughs> the
1: first or second day? The first day. Nah. <laughs> that's going to carry on into the second day. Yeah, it? yeah, it's always <laughs> the way. Uh, do you, have, you, uh, do you, have you bought your house, or are you renting, or are you looking to buy a house? No, yeah, we, we've bought a house. Okay, and is that all done up?
0: No, there's always DIY jobs to do, yeah. regardless of whether I think it's done or not. I think are <laughs> <I'm talking> <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. It sounds a very familiar tale, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, um, so hopefully something up on the uh, website soon. Is there any foot Manager podcast coming up?
0: I, I don't actually know. I don't know if, if Alex... So Alex and Ross are doing their um, that bright FM17 project tonight, and we were discussing pre-prod that it didn't look... Good for Ross, <laughs>
1: to say the
0: least. So uh, I don't know they'll, whether they'll be back with one talking about that. Um, I think you'll have to listen out and see what happens.
1: Okay. Um, if you like what you're hearing us, you can rate reviews either on iTunes. Um, any five star reviews will be greatly received, and Colin might be able to get your fridge magnet sent out to you. Um, you can follow us on ACast, which means they automatically come down into your uh, your inbox of your generic smartphone. You can. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes if you've got a better phone and it automatically comes into your inbox there. Have you got a better phone?
0: So, so I've actually got a point about this. Mm. You say that, but, I don't know if you noticed, I've mean, been now. saying it for the past couple of weeks, it hasn't been showing up on iTunes. I messaged Ross the other day, I said, any reason why the pods aren't showing up on iTunes anymore? And he said, oh, I'll fix that now. See, so the only place to listen to it was actually Acast, because it wasn't coming up on World Football Index either.
1: Uh, which you can download from the App Store as well.
0: So Can you? Yep. No. Oh, I thought you were saying you can only get that on Android because no. you know iPhones the better phone. <laughs> Back at you, Goodman. Well, <laughs> damn it.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, well, thank you ever so much, Ryan. No, thank you. And always remember to keep your man in the post.